Welcome to the Fake It So You Make It podcast. My name is Ryan McGinnis and I am your host. Uh, today we are battling what I like to call is the flu game for podcasts. If you guys aren't familiar with Michael Jordan, the greatest basketball player to ever live, uh, he in 1997 had the flu against the Utah Jazz in the NBA Finals and he overcame the flu uh, to give them a 3-2 lead in the series. And this is what I'm dealing with today, uh, obviously you know, in a much better circumstance, not flu, just cold. But I'm really excited to share with you guys the interview I did with Jess Mayer, who is the VP of Marketing over at Notarize. Notarize is making it super simple for companies uh, to bring uh, the process of notary and notarizing something online and, and making it digital so that you can uh, notarize something in, in minutes, uh, which has never been done before. It's really amazing what they're doing. But Jess has a history of being at massive companies like HubSpot and Envision. And I really wanted to spend time on this episode talking about her philosophy in marketing, how she got to where she was, and what were some of the biggest things she's learned along the way. Obviously, she joined HubSpot when it was really small, uh, right around 100 employees, and she left post-IPO, 1,000 employees. And uh, I think you guys are really going to enjoy what she had to share about this. So without further ado, welcome to the Fake It Till You Make It podcast. So Jess got into tech by accident. She always knew she wanted to be involved in creative work. And although she settled for SaaS instead of a life of Ogilvy and advertising, startup life taught her more than she could imagine as her first job out of school. Well, what's great about working for a startup is I was able to get my hands dirty in a little bit of everything. Uh, I was the first marketer on the team, so I literally had to do everything from creative to copy to advertising to everything. Um, so I think the, the model in advertising of just understanding your customers and telling really unique stories and, and pitching that in an angle uh, applies still in the digital form. Now, I, I think there was a little bit of missed expectations in the fact that, you know, I saw traditional advertising as creative, as creating fancy slogans uh, and headlines and cute baby pictures and whatnot. And I just realized that real life marketing in the real world is very different. It's very conversational. It's more human. It's not about necessarily creating those, you know, uh, great one-liners. Um, it's a lot more than that. So I think there are things that are carried over, but, um, the way that I thought advertising was and the way that real marketing is today is, is also very different. And joining an early stage company called HubSpot ended up being the dream that Jess always wanted selling marketing tools for marketers but she actually got rejected her first go around and used that time to hone her craft a bit more until she ultimately joined HubSpot through their IPO and over a thousand employees. Um, in this next bit, she talks about what she needed to learn, obviously the process of getting the job at HubSpot. But what I thought was super interesting was she talked about what she needed to learn uh, during the time that she didn't have the job at HubSpot when she got rejected to some of the things that she needed to work on. And I think that level of insight is obviously why I started the podcast and why I want to interview people like Jess, because as somebody who's been so successful, uh, I wanted her to be able to tell you kind of some of the things from a self-awareness perspective that she knew she needed to hone a bit more until she could be uh, truly impactful in her role uh, at marketing and HubSpot. My dream job was to end up at a company that sold marketing technology to marketers. As a marketer, of course, you know, that's, that's no surprise. 
Um, I fell in love with HubSpot very early on uh, after they had been founded. So they were founded, I think, in 2007. Um, I had discovered them around 2008. And this is when I had been working for this, this SaaS startup uh, after, after college. And right away, I just loved everything about what they did. I loved the content that they produced. Their branding was amazing. They were just different. Um, and so I knew I wanted to work there and I applied and I got rejected, uh, flat out rejected. And I was very sad and I realized that I had a lot of work to do. I can't remember if I had applied for a specific, uh, specific job or just in general. Um, but I recognized like, Hey, if I'm going to end up, if, if I want to end up in a company this great, I have to understand what they're looking for. Um, and what makes a great marketer for their team, because I did not have a pedigree. I did not come from an amazing college. Uh, you know, I, I just, I didn't have a lot of years of experience. So I knew that that's something that I needed to work on. And I spent the last few years working on, and I actually ended up working for another company uh, after the startup before I even got to HubSpot. So again, it was still another two years or so before I ended up there. I needed to be far more analytical. Uh, first and foremost, um, I needed to work on proving and showing results from my work, not just showing that I'm doing a lot of things and creating a lot of activity, but that the work that I produce actually ends up generating some, you know, solid business results at the bottom line. Um, I didn't realize that right away. I, I actually was very confused about why I, you know, didn't get accepted. I thought I was like pretty great and pretty awesome. And I was pretty digitally savvy. And I think that's actually a, a mistake that I see a lot of millennials make is that they just, um, there's still a lot of learning to be done, I think. Um, and just because you know, the digital world doesn't mean you understand business, the business world, and how that re can really like drive impact there. Um, so what I did is I just really consumed a lot of the material that HubSpot had started to produce. And I ended up going to their first inbound marketing summit in 2008. I met Mike Volpe, CMO at the time. And um, I just learned from them about what kind of um, what kind of marketers they like to hire. And I started to tailor my skill set to that. So I was just very fortunate that they were very transparent about that. And I was able to learn from that. So 100 employees to an IPO and over 1,000 employees. The ride Jess was on at HubSpot was one that only a few get to be a part of. She came in as a generalist, but learned quickly that in order to be most effective, she needed to focus on her strengths and double down on that. When, when I joined HubSpot as a generalist, I was doing product marketing, customer marketing, lead generation, content creation, campaign management, all of the things. Um, what I failed to recognize early on is that there are certain goals that the company really cares about not on creating a lot of stuff necessarily. So instead, I kind of shaped my mindset to say, okay, I know the business goals are X. Um, here's, here's what I love to do. And here's what I know I can really master. So I'm going to work on these things to hit these goals. Once I started to hit those goals, it was like night and day. Um, so I took that mindset into every role that I had at HubSpot going forward. And as the company grew and as the company matured and as role specialized and, you know, teams formed within teams, I was able to apply that, my, that model and that mindset no matter where I went. Um, and that helped me become successful in my role because I was, uh, I was applying like, how can I actually move these metrics in the, in, you know, in a forward momentum. 
So connecting women to the entrepreneurship ecosystem is something that Jess is super passionate about. Uh, she founded Girl Capital a few years ago uh, because she wanted to see more women involved in the investment arena, more women in leadership roles, and more importantly, uh, no matter who you are, more people given the opportunity uh, to have exposure to the things that make businesses uh, so impactful. I wanted to ask Jess about Girl Capital, and I think you'll find it super interesting, uh, especially her passion for making an impact on women in the broader community. So I'll let her tell you a little bit more about that here. So Girl Capital is a network for aspiring female investors. And how I came up with this is many years ago, while I was still at HubSpot, I wanted to learn more about uh, investing. I was very curious about you know, the VC world. Um, and at the time, as I was asking a lot of questions and I wanted to learn more, I just realized it is a black box. If you don't know the right people, if you don't know where to start, it's just, where do you go? Who do you talk to? How do you actually make your first angel investment? Um, and then what does it take to actually do that? You know, how is it done legally and you know, all that kind of stuff. And as I started to chat with people and learn more about that, I just wanted um, I realized that there was a lot of other women like me who just also wanted to learn, how do I actually do this? How do I actually get into this? Um, and so I started Girl Capital as a way to connect women with each other and women with other men about like how to um, actually make their first angel investment. And so that's kind of what I've been doing the last few years. If you're looking to make your mark, Jess says, fully immerse yourself in the community. Find a great company to work for, even if you're not uh, at a really high level role, uh, learn from great people, great mentors, meet people, work on side projects, and more importantly, share ideas because you can only get better if you're communicating the things that you you know really well, but you also have an appetite for learning more about the things you don't know. Uh, so here are some closing remarks from Jess on, on some of her advice for that. Yeah, I, I, there's a few things that come to mind. First and foremost, try to get into an unmar- a remarkable company. Even if it's in a more junior role or maybe a different role that maybe you're not initially looking for, get into a great company. Work with amazing people. You will learn more uh, that way than with anywhere else. The second thing is, you know, take on some side hustles and some projects. Um, Start to figure out how do you get more exposure for the work that you're doing so that people can see that. I think a lot of times we tend to create a lot of things that's very insular. And so the company sees it, but the greater world doesn't see it. And so the most important thing you can do is really build your brand as an expert in the space and do that by showing, not just telling. Um, And so just try to get things out there. And then also just like read a lot, follow a lot of the people that you admire, follow the people who are really smart, amazing people in the space and learn from them as much as possible. I feel like that what's, that's what's really separates a lot of the great people that I talk to is that they're hungry. They're showing that they're learning a lot. They're trying to apply their learnings and doing unique things. Um, they, you know, they just really passionate about what they're doing. And, you know, that's, those are some of the things that I would recommend and that I see today. All right. That does it for me. Uh, super excited about this episode of Fake It So You Make It. Uh, thank you, Jess, for being on it. Uh, next week, we'll have Alan Gannett, who uh, I'm super, oh, I keep saying super excited. I need a better word for this, but I'm really thrilled. There you go. Thrilled to have Alan on the show. Uh, his episode will air a day before the release of his new book, uh, The Creative Curve, which you know, is touted to be one of the best could come out by a marketer. Uh, And Alan's amazing. And so uh, thank you to Jess for today's episode. Look forward to next week's episode with Alan during the week of his book launch. And until then, 
I will see you guys next time.